the Post Purchase Pro Podcast. This is the only podcast that dives deep into post-purchase marketing to help Amazon sellers increase sales, ranking, reviews, and profits. It's everything that happens after the initial sale that makes a difference. We call this the back end. All right, everyone. Today we have a very unique episode. We have a special guest that is kind of the trifecta here. He's not only an Amazon seller himself, an agency owner, but he's also a professor at Wake Forest. Uh, I am so happy to have you today, Mr. Jeff Campbell. Jeff, tell us why diversification is the way of the future for Amazon sellers and why that's where all the profit's going to be in the future. Hey, Seth, thanks for having me. Um, I love a love a stat that came out or a study that came out um, earlier this year from the Association of National Advertisers. 56% of U.S. brands use more than five retail media networks, and 16% are even using more than 10. So no doubt Amazon's the big dog. It's gotten, it's gotten crowded. Uh, we've seen CPCs go up tremendously. Uh, and if you have a low AOV average order value, uh, sometimes you need 50% plus conversion rates to even to even make a profit or break even on that platform. So uh, I think the competition, uh, the the channels that are available and some of the techniques and advertising platforms that they have, uh, bringing in offline data, uh, in-store data and more, uh, and just the competition level, it's time to find a little blue ocean out there. Uh, just a few of the reasons. Yeah, I love it, Jeff. So I, we talk to sellers all the time. And a lot of sellers are making a good amount of sales, but they don't realize that they're not very profitable. And it's exactly like what you said there. They are in a red ocean environment where the competition is fierce. They're spending way too much money on ads. And it's really a tough battle in some product categories on Amazon um, and other marketplaces. But where we've made a lot of our money is finding blue ocean opportunities within Amazon um, or even off of Amazon. So I'd love for you to talk a little bit about like, Where's the biggest opportunities that you're seeing within Amazon now and then off of Amazon for sellers to to maybe tap into, you know, maybe even a micro blue ocean? What are you seeing, Jeff? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, first things first, you have to understand your your break-even profitability, right? So what are those costs of goods sold, the landing cost, your um, you know, fees? Most of you know, Walmart, everyone's gonna take 15%, maybe a little category dependent. Uh, return rates, um, breakage, uh, make sure we've got all of those variable costs uh, taken out of your uh, AOV and understand which contribution margins left, right? So then I'm able to say, all right, if I took all of that contribution margin, right, um, that, that gross margin, and I spend it on advertising, that's how I'm getting to my break even. So I'm going to come up with something like, you know, it might be a $2.86 ROAS return on ad spend or a you know, 27% uh, total ACOS, but make sure you have that number because that's really what you want to go and, and set hopefully technology and you're not from a human standpoint going in every hour and making changes is things are going to get better and worse by hour of day, by new competitor entry. Competitors might run out of budget. They might run out of uh, inventory and you're going to see, uh, you're going to want to change your, your rankings and placement based on that. So there's a lot of great third-party technology uh, out there but certainly use that. In terms of platforms, I think right now, you know, TikTok is probably the hottest to watch. Um, their, their ability to bring in commerce, the TikTok shop, uh, to utilize influencers 
Uh, and as those influencers make their UGC, their user-generated content, I'm talking in a lot of TLAs already, Seth, it's like three-letter <laughs> acronyms. Try yeah. not to, right? Um, but as they build out that UGC, you're able to use Spark Ads to, to promote it. And that's that's really helping uh, drive sales and really helping with product launches. Now, it's interesting. TikTok is trying to build more of a walled garden so they keep people on TikTok and not bouncing out to websites or or um, or Amazon to buy. But that's that's a really interesting one as well. And, uh, you know, another another quote or another stat that I love is I think you all know the majority of consumers start their product searches on Amazon. But in Q1, uh, there was a report from Jungle Scout that looked at year over year. And Amazon's still the place people start, but less people are starting there. And then what is growing in terms of where people start their their searches is Walmart, right? Is YouTube, is Instagram and TikTok. So you see this this world of of e-com. And and I teach this in, in our digital marketing master's course. There's really three places a consumer can go to buy it. So your website your you know, social commerce, there's various platforms and marketplaces, right? And we've really seen a shift over the last five years away from websites. Um, you're still seeing two to 4% conversion rates at best, but I don't want to enter in my email address again. I, I don't want to try and understand their shipping policies or return yep. policies. And then on the other end, you know, Amazon, I'm, uh, you know, the prime guy, the trucks come in every, every week anyways. I, I love it. They stand by their products. I can I can go there and I can buy. And now, like the TikTok example, you've got social commerce really popping up. So you see the the shop now buttons, the ability to uh, you know have your credit card saved in there. They already have a lot of my data that's needed to uh, complete that purchase, and you're seeing that really grow. Um, so it really all needs to work together. Uh, you know, the trouble most of the the sellers say is I don't have enough money to be in all the places. Right? I don't have enough time to build out content in all the different places vertical video, horizontal video, like, you know, it, it does get cumbersome, but really to make sure when you go to market, you have a strong strategy of where you might go. Um, but, I, you know, seeing a lot of a lot of growth in some of those platforms beyond Amazon, it's still the beast. You still need to be there. But we have had uh, some of our brands that we've worked with find more success, both volume, surprisingly, and efficiency with Walmart. Um, so we're all cheering them on because Everybody loves a little more competition. Um, it has gotten more competitive over the last year. Uh, we used to say it was 10% of sales of, of what Amazon was seeing. It's actually down more like 5 to 7% of sales now because there is a little more clutter. There is a little more competition on that marketplace even in the last year as they've opened it up to international sellers, for example. Yeah, that's really good insight. So, Jeff, you have a unique perspective here um, because you are a seller you have multiple brands that you're running, but then you also are an agency owner and you have this website, AI Commerce. So you have, you know, a more comprehensive look at the landscape um, than a lot of, uh, you know, sellers that are in the trenches every day have. And that gives you a unique advantage. So if I were going to, to come to you as a seller and say, Jeff, what are the places that I should be focused on? Because like you pointed out, I, I can't do everything. I can't make every ad format for all the platforms. I can't be on every platform. I don't have enough capital to fund all this inventory. What are like, what's the 80-20 here of what I should be doing today to get bigger results? Yeah, uh, two, two things I'll, I'll, I'll leave you with. One is from a platform perspective, you know, you do need to start at Amazon. I think that is where the bulk of uh, sales are happening. 
uh, but do explore Walmart. I think that's a very easy uh, ability to, to clone a lot of what you've done and learned on Walmart over or on Amazon over to Walmart. Um, the other thing I'd look at uh, besides, you know, that in the marketplace area is, is TikTok and trying social commerce. And um, overall, don't forget the sales equation. The sales equation is, is so important. And again, putting on the professor hat here, traffic. So everybody wants revenue, right? That's why we're all doing this. Traffic yeah. times AOV times conversion rate equals revenue. So those are your three big levers to play with, right? And so for us, from an agency standpoint, we focus heavily on traffic, right? So where are you going to get the traffic, the efficiency of the traffic, the CPC, the quality of the traffic, you know, what's converting different? Let's look at revenue per visitor. RPV is a metric that a lot of people aren't using. Um, so traffic. And then you've got AOV, right? Uh, a lot of times there might be a, you know, map pricing or you can't really mess with discounts and deals uh, because of channel conflicts or online or offline. So maybe that's not a lever you can really move heavily. But something to think about and consider as you think about Prime Day, Prime Day had 80% of the brands on Amazon on, on deal or discount. That's a lot, right? And if yeah. you're one of the 20%, that's going to be a kind of a rough, rough couple of days there for you. Um, the third thing is conversion rate. And that is something I think we've, we've probably, I've seen a lot of companies lose focus on the importance of conversion rate. If you have a premium price, if you're not, you know, if your differentiator isn't value, um, and maybe it's a you know product attribute, maybe it's maybe it's part of the branding, and you have premium pricing. Um, good good for you. Totally fine to be on marketplaces and some of these other you know shopping engines that are a little more price focused. But you need to have an experience that uh, backs up that that higher premium price. So those images you're using, you know, are you using the right infographics? Um, your text is at high quality. I mean. You look at the big brands out there; they're not using kind of some of the hokey emojis that you see a lot. Um, some of the some of the different tactics I see, and, and some bad Photoshop out there. Uh, but titles and, and deals, discounts, all make a big difference in um, in conversion rate, and that is something I absolutely would think heavily about versus just where's my traffic coming from uh, and how that traffic's going to perform. Look at the conversion rate and really work on ways to to get that up. Yeah, that's really good advice, Jeff. So tell me a little bit about AI commerce, what you guys do, and then why you started this thing and, and how you're helping, uh, you know, sellers out there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I've been doing digital marketing for over 20 years, um, started in the paid search world, uh, had an agency I started uh, that was bought by one of the big holding companies. We were always the top three spender uh, with Google and, and Facebook. So Rode, rode the search wave, the social wave, and then I saw this marketplace wave. Um, my partner, who owns uh, several brands, started many himself, has been uh, acquiring and, and we're kind of building out that central connective tissue in, a, in an operating model. So, you know, owning a warehouse, um, having some customer service, being able to centralize a lot of that has been interesting. So that was his background. He said, hey, Jeff, not all these brands want to share equity or be purchased. Um, let's roll out an agency model. And that's that, that was my background building out uh, what was Resolution Media and um, now doing that focused on marketplaces. We're still doing the traditional digital, right? The search and the social and the DSPs. Um, and that's so important still. But the yeah. focus is absolutely on marketplaces where we see just a lot of the e-commerce. So that is AI commerce. We focus across uh, all sorts of verticals from toys to food and beverage to uh Sporting goods. I uh, have a lot of great clients, and again, able to bring the the people or the experience, the process, and the technology over from the own brand side 
to uh, apply to a, a lot of our, our wonderful agency clients. Yeah, this is great. So Jeff, who is the perfect client for you? And generally, what are you helping them do? What are they struggling with that you guys step in and, and kind of uh, take control and, and push growth? Yeah, you know, I think it's that that specialization. Um, you know, you can you can test and learn your way through a lot of the platforms yourselves. If you're a if you're an owner of a business, your your time might be spent better on product development um, and just running the core business than trying to learn and keep up with all the ins and outs of digital media marketing and content. So that is uh, usually our when a when a brand gets big enough to bring in uh, the expertise, but maybe can't bring in a you know a whole team because. You think of the world, and we'll use the Amazon example, you need to have hands-on keyboards, you need some level of QA, and you need some level of strategy, all kind of understanding the ecosystem of not just Amazon, but all of digital marketing. And so most likely, as you've, as you've gone from a small business, and you're like, I got to hire a full-time marketing person or media person, you're not going to get the full gamut of the hands-on keyboards to roll up your sleeve QA, QA, um, and strategy. So you bring in an agency or a consultancy like us that can, you know, have portions of people, uh, have teams of people, have the process that is tried and true to uh, to come in. So usually it's somebody who's plateaued trying to do it themselves or just kind of um, gotten a little uh, large for being able to handle and keep up with that ever changing industry. I always I always joke, Seth, we, we live in dog years, right? One equals seven. So <laughs> it is it is tough, even full time to keep up with this crazy industry. So, uh, and Gen Z coming along the digital natives, Hey, they're, they're stirring it up even more. That is a big market to go after. And they don't, they don't just go to one platform. They really are diversified in their searches and their research and uh, brand experience. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. It does seem like you blink and you missed five things. So, so Jeff, um, yeah. yeah. Do you have any special offer or any place that people should go to check check out what you guys do? Um, you know, I'm a seller thinking to myself, hey, I'd really like for Jeff to take a look at what I have. Maybe he can help. Where should I go? And, and what does that look like? Yeah, happy to do a free audit uh, assessment at any time. Uh, we also do a go-to-market strategy. A lot of times when somebody's launching, they're like, where do I start? How do I build a business plan? How do I forecast out performance? Yeah. Uh, so in terms of special offer, we're willing to cut that launch fee or that go-to-market strategy uh, in half uh, and, and help with that business plan and the forecast. Um, so that's a big one. Uh, going into Q4, we're taking on a few more clients this year. So do reach out, you know, AICommerce.com or Jeff at AICommerce.com uh, as well. Yeah, this is really good. So AICommerce.com, check out what Jeff's got going on. Jeff, we're going to transition to the last part of our show, which I really like. Since you're a professor... Um, I'm sure you'll have a good answer here. What is your all-time favorite business book? Oh, um, you know, it's it's cliche, but good, good to great by Jim Collins. I, yeah. I in my first startup, that was just uh, so important. You know, the concepts of getting the right people on the bus and figuring out their seats later. Um, good is the enemy of great. Like those those so ring ring true. Yeah. Is that cliche, Seth? <laughs> Hey, yeah, you're a professor, so I so expected good, you to have something that was, you know, grand. So you ha you couldn't go with some obscure title, I don't think. So that was a good answer. <laughs> well, well, the problem said is as soon as it, it goes out to print, if it's in digital marketing, it's it's you know almost you know obsolete too fast. So like for for the students, I was like, well, what what are we doing for our readings? I'm like, we're gonna we're gonna read like blogs and websites and things that are gonna be a lot more fresher than like a you know two or three hundred 
page book that probably costs a lot of money for a poor student. And uh, they are very happy to hear, uh, you know, they'll be reading business reports from eMarketer and, and, uh, and the like. Well, Jeff, we'd love to send you one of our books. Maybe you can have your students read it. It's called Private Label Millionaire Secrets if you haven't picked up a copy. Um, the, the last question that we it. have for you today, Jeff, uh, is another fun one. In the last year or so, you may have purchased something that was a splurge or maybe considered a splurge by somebody else, but you don't regret spending the money. Did you buy anything cool over the last year? Oh, yeah. I'm a mountain biking uh, guy, and the prices of, of mountain biking – those bikes are ridiculous and yeah, they are. <laughs> they're more than cars. And so I won't go into the details, but that was a big splurge of, uh, you know, getting a carbon bike that was pretty tricked out and probably uh, I'm probably over biked at this point, but that was a big one. Um, and then, you know, the crazy pickleball, right? I, I bought myself a nice carbon fiber pickleball paddle. Didn't change my game at all, but uh, I don't know. It was fun. But, but you like it there's, better. There's right? a twofer for you, Seth. <laughs> I love it. My yeah, brother right? dying to get me to go mountain biking with mountain biking tomorrow with him, but I don't know if I can squeeze out of the office on a Friday. We'll have to see. So, yeah, um, you know, it'll fun. be a lot more fun if I can get on a, get on a hill for sure. But Jeff, this has been amazing, man. Any place else yeah. that people should go out and uh, find out more about what you guys have going on? Um, I, I think the website, the blog is great. Uh, we, we do write, uh, at least weekly on a, on a current topic. We're putting out some content now, getting ready for the holidays. Um, we have some good stuff on how to improve your conversion rate and, uh, a lot of white papers on, on, uh, Walmart that gives you a lot more of the stats. So all on our website and our blog that should, that should be able to help you out a lot. At Very good. So find out more at AICommerce.com. Jeff, this has been amazing. Love to have you back on in the future. Thanks so much. Thanks, Seth.